What BS do you want to hear so that you will sell me your house? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. In Oregon, a state court put a hold on a law banning home buyer love letters. I never heard of these things, but basically, I don't know, like Portland, Oregon, the real estate market is off the chain. It's insane. And so, you know, whatever. you can get a lot of money for your house, but maybe you want to, maybe you want more than just money. And so you might uh, have the people who want to buy your house. You know, you find, the, you find the four people that all have enough money. And then you say, hey, write me a letter why you want this house. And so that would be, I guess, what's called a home buyer love letter. And it makes a certain sense, you know, like, you know, if you, if you lived in a house for, I don't know, 10 years, 50 years, uh, I mean, your neighbors are probably your friends. You know, your kids maybe went to the local school. I mean, you know, where you live and it's important stuff. It's very important stuff. It's not just money. I mean, it depends on how much money. I mean, anyone will do anything for the right amount of money, but money is not always the object. And so, like, buying and selling houses, there's there's some laws that say you can't, uh, can't discriminate, you know, race, sex, religion, 17 other things. Actually, race, sex, religion, sexuality, and probably one or two more things. So I'm watching a news guy talk about this stuff, and, uh, like, real estate companies, they don't want love letters. And, you know, the houses that they're selling, they don't want love letters in there because... You know, you might uh, you might get a real nice love letter about you and your Christian family and their your three kids, and it's right next to the church they always wanted to go to, or you know, it's a beautiful church next to the house, near the house, and then you're running up against this thing. We're like, oh, you chose them because they're Christian, or you know, it could be, you know, you could imagine. Uh, I just you know, me and my family, we got seven kids, and there's a mosque that's three blocks away and it's always been our dream to live near a mosque and so all that stuff could run into you know basically it's, it could be discrimination and it doesn't have to be like i'm not gonna ever sell a house to a muslim but if you're like but i'd like to sell a house to a muslim right e- either way both of those ways are discrimination same thing christians blacks i guess women men lesbians i don't know so I guess because it's racist, the state of Oregon passed a law saying you can't do these love letters. And then because of free speech rules, the state court put that law on hold. So I guess you can still do love letters. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, what language do you speak? Like, if you don't speak Spanish, a love letter in Spanish probably isn't going to do a lot for you. Whatever. I think you get the idea. There's many ways that it could lead to discrimination. And unfortunately, there's many ways where you could, uh, you know, you could actually choose the right person for, I guess, the neighbors that you're leaving behind. I mean, you could be selling your, you know, say you have an elderly parent and you're selling their house. Uh, your elderly parent, you know, probably really cares about that area. She doesn't, you know, they don't want to leave except that they got dementia or whatever. They've gone crazy and they gotta leave, but they would like their neighborhood to be uh, as good as possible. So they'd like the buyer to be as good a person as possible. Whatever. All right, I'm gonna read you a couple love letters. So this is from a woman named Diane. She says, 
About five years ago, my family was selling our parents' house. We had four offers. One of the offers was a young couple with a video of pictures of their family, which included their young children. They talked about what they did and how much they wanted the home to make their family memories. This video did persuade us to accept their offer because it was so heartfelt. I guess the key thing there is that a love letter can be a video, so now you know the people's race. You know if they're ugly. You know if they're fat. Maybe you really love your neighbors, and you and your neighbors all agree that fat people probably vote for Donald Trump, and so you want to keep them out of there. So you're like, give me videos. I want to see if you're fat, because then I'll know you're a Trump supporter. Anyways, and then here's another love letter. And so here's a love letter that a woman named Kat received. Or no, whatever. A, a woman named Kat is describing. When my mom passed away in 2010, my sister and I were faced with selling her home in southeast Portland. It was a very emotional process, and we hoped to sell it to someone who would cherish her lovely garden. The couple we sold it to had written us a long letter promising to love the garden and keep it looking beautiful. Now I want to cry every time I walk by our house. The garden is neglected and severely overgrown. I know that they were under no legal obligation to maintain the garden, but I wish they wouldn't have lied and made promises that they had no intention of keeping. I mean, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, I mean, basically, Cat got played. Sorry, lady, you got played. I'm getting this from a news show, so I think they just want to—they want to show someone who was just who used a love letter to sell it to a great family, and they were super happy they did it. And then you know, you want to show the other side where uh, someone said they were going to grow a lot—you know, giant tomato. They were going to grow a hundred, not a hundred, a thousand-pound pumpkin every year in your mom's garden, and then they just sat around drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. Like what it makes me think of, like when it comes to racism or whatever is like it sounds like you know you want to lie you want to write a love letter it's it's it, what it's like you know it's like it's uh it's like dating right when you when you go on a date with someone man or woman you're a man or they're a woman or you're both whatever um you pretend that you're a better person than you are you know you're like oh i'm rich i always pay for the meal um you know, or I always get BJ's, whatever. But you put on a false front that you're better than you are. And so that's exactly what these love letters are going to be. You're going to uh, pretend that you're a better home buyer than you are. And so that's where I think it's racist because I bet white people can pretend to be good home buyers better than black people can pretend to be good home buyers. Right? That, it's not the criteria of whether or not you're actually a good home buyer or not. It's who can pretend to be better. Although, actually, now that I think about it, I mean, Oregon, Portland, Oregon is so effing woke, it's off the charts. They should all be thrown off the top of a building by ISIS. I think in Oregon, you just say, you know, there'll be, be like one family that's like, oh, we got, we got three kids, and we love life, and it's going to be amazing. We're going to play in the backyard, and blah, blah, blah. And then the other person would be like, uh... Just got out of prison, but I'm black. And uh, I think in, in Portland, Oregon, they would choose the black person who just got out of prison. And they would pat themselves on the back. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.